My last several videos have been focused on Netlist, um, and it's because I hold uh, substantial holdings in them, because I think they're they're an opportunity stock. They're a, they're a bet. They're a bet that uh, the judicial system is going to do right by Netlist and find Samsung, which they already have, uh, to be in violation of their patents, and then Micron the same, and then Google the same, and it will be substantial uh, gains for Netlist as they collect the judgments that they're in line to receive, I believe, and then the royalties for coming years. So as a result of that, I have gotten involved in a group called uh, Stock Twits, and I was and, and I've done several posts on it, and I've I've been encouraged by the enthusiasm of the twenty some thousand people that are on this, but then discouraged at the short sightedness of some of them. And 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 I think it needs to be clarified that you need to understand how Netlist is operating and for whose benefit they are operating at this time. Just yesterday, there was some conversation on there that um, basically called Gail, the CFO, a turd because she was selling her stock. This really points out that I don't think people understand how you keep a company afloat when they aren't making any money. And that's what I want to go into on this and how, as my thumbnail says, how Netlist is going to turn from a caterpillar into a butterfly. But I think it's really important that you understand business. And I think it's really important before you criticize somebody you really understand their motives, whether it be me or it be Jim Cramer or it be Gail, the CFO, or Chuck, the CEO. Gain some knowledge before you start spitting out your evil. That's what I want to talk about today. Best of Us Investors presents Carrie Griegmeier. Tonight, Chuck is going to do his quarterly um, earnings call. We know basically what he's going to talk about because it was released uh, this morning, and it basically says that uh, Netlist has revenues of $9.2 million in the in this first uh, quarter. Would it be? Yes, first quarter, which is 82% down from their year past quarter. Well, that's terrible, okay? That's terrible And that their earnings are a negative seven cents per share. Well, how do you keep a company afloat if your revenues are down 82% and your earnings per share are negative and you've got 120 employees that you're trying to keep afloat and then you've got uh, millions of stockholders out there that you're trying to represent. Well, you, you raise money any way you can in order to keep it afloat. Let's go to their financial statement on, um, on Seeking Alpha. 
And if you don't have Seeking Alpha or something similar to it, I don't know how you can be an investor. If you don't have access to these people's balance sheets, you can't understand what's going on in their world, and yet you're investing in their company. This is nonsense. Peter Lynch was on the, on the, on CNBC this morning on Squawk Box. If you don't know who Peter Lynch is, he's a guy about my age who basically ran Fidel Magellan Fund from a nothing to a behemoth um, back in the, I guess it is, in, in through the 70s and 80s. And all the way, I think he said he, he retired in 1990. And basically he said, if, if you don't understand a balance sheet, if you don't understand a financial statement, then you shouldn't be in the stock market. So let's go to the financial statement, and let's learn what's happening at Netlist and how just maybe this caterpillar is about to turn into a butterfly. Let's take a look. Okay, this is Seeking Alpha's rendition of Netlist's um, financial statement. And as you can see, Netlist is set trading right now down 30 cents at $4.97. And it probably has something to do with the uh, release this morning that their earnings were down. So what we're looking at here is a quarterly earnings. I can, I can look at it either on an annual basis or a quarterly basis, and uh, just by a click. So, but I want to, since the report is quarterly, I want to stay on quarterly. And what the quarter we're comparing is April 22 to that of April 23. And as as they said, the um, the revenues uh, for April of 2023 are 9.02 million. And as you can see, uh, in April of 22, they were 50.2 million. So they're down 85%. And then you can see uh, what subsequent quarters, 54, 34, 21, they've been coming down. And they've dropped substantially. Uh, e even from December, they, they have dropped now um, so, some 80-some percent. So, that, so, so I look at that and I say, where are they getting this money? And and as I look at it, I come down here and I see that, yeah, they have these, they're going to show the 9.2 in revenues, but let's look back here and see um, what 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 that hap what happens then uh, uh, they have then gross profits here of 3.4 um, million off of 50 so uh, more than likely this is going to be a very negative number um, come the, 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 when when the report is done then you you um, deduct operating expenses and you see they are operating in the negative Okay, uh, so you have to ask yourself, how are they keeping this afloat? You, you can look back, and they haven't had a quarter that is profitable it's all the way back to 2020. I, we don't have further, but they're operating in the red. Well, how do you pay your electric bill? How do you pay your 120 employees? How do you keep this thing afloat? Well, let's look a little further, and maybe we can figure it out. So here I've come to their balance sheet. 
And this basically is an overlook of what makes up the company. And what I want to do is come down here, and the first thing I want to show you, I want to go back to 2020, and I want to see total common shares outstanding. And you can see it's 196 million. That was in September of 2020. Uh, go back to June of 2020, and it's 181. And you'll notice this number just keeps going up. It was 181. It's now 232. So what that basically is saying is they are earn issuing more shares of stock. Why are they doing that? And who are they giving those shares of stock to? This is a filing that I found on Seeking Alpha. And it's, as you see, it's a netlist form four. Uh, and what it is, is a officer of the company, a uh, Gail Sazoski, who is the uh, CFO, the chief financial officer, has uh, come forward and said she wants to sell some of her shares. And this was actually done um, on March the 7th, and it's now being reported. And if you go through it and understand it, she has sold uh, 3,875 shares at $2.88 and uh, 28,854 shares at $3 per share. And that's going to net her roughly $91,160. And a lot of people saw this on um, stock twits and basically called her a turd, that she was turning uh, against the the momentum that she was taking advantage of. Well, she wasn't because she sold it at, 280, uh, at $288 and $3, and it's been as high as uh, $6. What she's doing is staying afloat, okay? And that's what the people, the 120 employees that got shares from uh, the company as they diluted the shares and got employee compensation in the form of shares to keep this company afloat so that you, the 97% shareholders who uh, own the main stock in this company, can stay alive until they get the payoff from Samsung, um, uh, Micron, and, and, and Google. So don't call these people names. They're just trying to serve you and to keep you afloat as we go. Let's go back to the financial statement and let me show you something. This is the balance sheet. And I want you to notice this line that in January or April, of 2022, they had 37,000 uh, or 37 million uh, 500,000 uh, dollars in cash or cash equivalents. That's now 25 million. Where's that money come from? They're losing money on operation. Where's that money coming from? I suspect it's redemption of company shares that. Um, they've issued. And again, understand, if they can't keep this company afloat, they're going to be like Bed Bath & Beyond. And they just sell and go bankrupt, and you, the stockholder, lose everything that you've got. So don't call these people names. They're keeping you afloat so that you can survive to reap the overwhelming benefits 
of the lawsuits that they have underway. I want you to understand this because it hurts me when people say nasty things to me with no real understanding of who Kerry is and what he's all about and what he's trying to do and that he spends his day researching and trying to help you make better investment decisions. And Gail and Chuck are doing the same things and yet you call him a turd. I think that says more about you than it does about Gail. So think about that from this point on. Okay, Uh, I think this is a butterfly. Uh, I'm going to hold my position, and I'm going to stand up for these two people. I hope you would too. (music) 